Ding dong, ring-a-ling-a-ding-ding-dong. Shout out Dr. J and the Buffalo Bills for keeping their heads ringing. This is the Mafia Minute presented by CSGAP Fantasy Football, where we are talking about the Buffalo Bills and talking very, very positively about their demolition of the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday in Orchard Park. I am Magna Mills. Here with Jamie G, and the Mafia Minute is presented by Season Gap Fantasy Football. Find us wherever you get your podcasts on YouTube. You can find us on social media at Season Gap FF. Do not forget the Bills are playing on Saturday. It's on Peacock. Pay attention. Make sure you have it all set up so when the game starts. And while you're at it, don't forget the flaps. Follow, like, and please subscribe. It's all we ask. If you had fun, please click the thumb. It's all we want for this holiday season. And plus, we reminded you once again that the game is on. Peacock. Jamie G, how are you feeling this week? I'm going to tentatively say pretty good, but maybe, you know, your back aches from just uh, having to cheer so much. Yeah, definitely got a little bit of a back here, but I will be okay. Mills, I'm feeling great. I think all Bills Mafia is feeling really good. Look, it's not over yet. I think this is the first time in a while where there's been this kind of like, not sense of urgency, but just like by all means necessary. I think the playoffs for the Bills started several weeks ago and they're just got this mentality, man. And I think it might be the best thing for this team to be to 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 galvanize together like this. I mean, you got all the injuries, you got they went through the mid-season slump. Um the the report comes out on McDermott, which is a complete attack on his character. And the team responded and and galvanized and they've put together four really impressive games in a row on their kind of gauntlet stretch. I think they should have been 4-0. They, they lost to Philadelphia. We talked about that at length, but they played four really good games in a row. And th- this one against Dallas was just, I think they could have beat any team in the NFL on Sunday at Highmark Stadium. They were absolutely, that. that is some of the best football I've seen the Buffalo Bills play. And I know it's crazy because it wasn't the Josh Allen superhero game uh, that we've become accustomed to, but that's what was so refreshing about this. And I've said it all season long, and I'm going to say it again. There's a lot of people calling for Sean McDermott's head. Look, no matter what happens with the Bills and how they finish, whether they make the playoffs or don't or win the Super Bowl or don't, whatever it is, I think you got to give Sean McDermott a lot of credit. He has dealt with so many injuries on this defense, and and they've played better and better and better every week. And last week was their best game of the season, and they're playing the best football here. Uh, mid to, to late December, and that's what you want. So credit Sean McDermott for what he's done with a with a, a lined kind of uh, banged up second string defense. They're playing pretty good football, Mills. Yeah, that had to be a fun one to watch. I know as a guy who roots for the Bills generally when they're not playing the Eagles and someone who always roots against the Cowboys, that was just fun to see just how much you frustrated them. I mean, they had been really rolling. I know they've had some struggles on the road. Uh, shout out the Bills. That was the first time Dak Prescott had thrown a pick since week 10, I think. So good job there. Get him to turn it over. I mean, you locked on CD Lamb, too. It's just pretty impressive. He got that late, uh, just garbage time touchdown. It's actually a rushing attempt, I think, so it didn't even count as a touchdown reception against the defense anyways. Any particular takeaways from the defense, how they did it, it you know anything kind of you know give them their credit where their credit's due but not a ton of sacks not a ton of turnovers a few but it just seemed that they just really tried to push them off the field on third down and just didn't give them much they won the battle at the line of scrimmage 
and which was really impressive because the week prior, I think Dallas absolutely won. Their offensive line absolutely won, you know, against Philadelphia at home. And that's an incredible front that that the Eagles have. But I think you got to give the Bills defensive uh, front credit here. They won. And I think they were so smart with how they rushed, too. They they, they didn't, you know, they all kind of rushed in unison and didn't leave Prescott the ability to kind of roll out to his right or to his left. He really didn't have anywhere to go. And, and multiple times when he was sacked, it was because he was trying to roll and he rolled right into, you know, Jordan Phillips or Leonard Floyd or or one of these guys off the edge. And again, the Bills came into this game missing AJ Epinesa at defensive end. And so I think that was really impressive. And and I'll just give a little bit of credit here to Von Miller. I thought last week against the Chiefs was his best game of the season until this game against Dallas. He's getting better and better every week. I know that it hasn't showed up in the terms of, you know, big splash plays or the sacks, but he was in, got a half a sack on this game, was in on multiple pressures. And, you know, I think that pressure got in the head of, of, of Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott also took some major shots in this game. Um, one of them, you know, the Bills got penalized for. I mean, you know, Dodson just absolutely destroyed him on a scramble. I mean, it was a major, major hit. I think that got into Dak's head a little bit. It's cold. He's getting beat up. He, you know, his clock went a little bit faster than normal, and he was just not very accurate with the football at all. And credit Sean McDermott's defense in the back end. Um, again, came into this game without Micah Hyde, without their starting state, strong safety. Thought Taylor Rapp did an outstanding job, probably his best game of his career, and that dates back to when he played with the Rams. Um, I think he did a really good job filling in there. And they just kind of zoned off a lot of the spots that 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 you know Dallas wanted to go with the football and at the same time the pressure got there and there really wasn't a whole lot there so um I thought it was an outstanding game plan and for you know for what it's worth I think both Joe Brady outcoached uh Dan Quinn and I think I think Sean McDermott outcoached Mike McCarthy here from a from a game plan and execution standpoint yeah you give him credit right 47 carries by running backs now that's sticking to the run and you've been waiting for that for a while right if I am if not mistaken yeah, I mean, and, and, and just not to abandon it. And, you know, Mills, I got three words for you, baby. Let James cook. And boy, was he chefing. I mean, come on, dude. This, this was incredible. But I got to give credit to, we'll talk about James Cook in a second, but I got to give credit to Joe Brady and to Josh Allen for, for saying, hey, whatever it takes. You know, he was Allen was quoted after the game saying he felt like the kid in the class project that did nothing got an A, and he'd do it 10 times in a row. And I, that's maturity on his part, right? He didn't need to do anything. And credit some of the wide receivers that, you know, have been targeted, you know, the Diggs of the world and stuff, to, you know, demanding the ball. But I think the best thing that happened to this team was being having your back up against the wall and have to win. And everyone's just kind of bought into whatever it takes to win kind of attitude. But Joe Brady, and he knew Dallas couldn't stop it. He stuck with it. There was no getting cute here. There was no need to to to, to do anything and put the game in, in Josh's hands and you know allow him to either create magic or make a mistake. There's no need for it. Stuck with it. And man, did it pay off. And, and let's just credit number four. Shout out at the great four. If you're not following James Cook, go follow him. Um, 25 carries, 179 yards. I mean, a whopping 7.2 yards per carry. Had the one touchdown on the ground. Had another two receptions for 42 yards and a touchdown there. I mean, th this was fantastic. I think the best game from a Bills running back dating back to, you know, I think, Thurman Thomas in like 1993 or something. So this was just, he, he showed that he could handle the workload. And Mills, it's not about just his speed. It's, it's it, it, James Cook has showed me incredible patience for one. 
the block the and, and you got to credit the guys up front i think again just like the bills defensive line won the bills offensive line won here i think Deion dawkins is quietly having his best season of his career i really like the the the, the guard that they brought in from dallas Con, uh, connor mcgovern wasn't really high in the offseason he's played exceptionally well rookie osiris torrance is going to be phenomenal and i was really down on spencer brown at, at right tackle he's played very well and this unit has stayed healthy they've gotten better as the as the year's gone on and dude, they were they were moving people, man. They they saw something in Dallas's front where there just wasn't a lot of meat at linebacker. And you know, you're pulling. I saw you know, I saw Mitch Mitch Morse pull. I saw Deion Dawkins pull. I saw Spencer Brown pull. I saw some of the guards pull. And they're just they're just pancaking people. And when you when you have James Cook with the vision, his patience, his ability to cut, um, his balance. And then just that sudden burst, that's the type of game you get. So I'm really excited about that. And then just credit the other the other running backs too, right? I mean, thought Latavius Murray came in and played well, got the goal line touchdown. Ty Johnson has really shocked me. And I think he's the number one reason why Uncle Lenny hasn't left the practice squad. Ty Johnson's playing fantastic football for the Buffalo Bills in a, in a rotational role. He's running really hard. He's got a burst to him. He sees it and he goes. It's a, it's a change of pace other than Cook. He's keeping Fournette on the practice squad, and you know what? It's the right move. It's the right move. He's earned that playing time. The, the, those three running backs for the for the Buffalo Bills have played very well. You have got to love a Bills team come December that can win a game running the football like this. Yeah, I think uh, Johnson even banged up his shoulder on that one run where he lowered his shoulder at the end. Did. A very impressive stuff, especially for a guy who's generally more known for his contributions on special teams and in the receiving game. And I know Cook had that one run where he basically reversed field and somewhere in the first half of it wasn't quite Fulberry Sanders when he went, kind of wasn't there, bounced a little, bounced a little, bounced a little, and wound up like reversing field entirely. It was something like I would, you know, have gotten in when I was playing Madden or something like that. So very impressive there. He, he was. And, and again, we stuck with it. And just give him some credit in the passing game, too. Honestly, he should have had a third touchdown. He should have had two passing uh, touchdowns. He missed one there. Um, but the one he caught, that's not an easy you know that wasn't an easy reception it was a little bit low to the outside you know i mean this is not a it's not a wide receiver right i mean so and that's know, a whole hands on... catch you can't body it and you have to get your feet down that is yeah. way he made it look easy that's the impressive part is no one ever commented on the difficulty of it because he made it look easy that is a high degree of difficult to catch but that's where the ball is supposed to be so no one else can get it but him that's you know alan put it where he had to hit it but that is not you know again that's a, a catch it's a good great catch for a wide receiver it really was. And, and you know, you hit the nail on the head, Mills. It just seemed like it looked easy for the Bills offense, didn't it? Um, it just seemed like they could kind of move the ball at will here. It wasn't about this complicated scheme or tons of motion. There was some motion, but not a lot. I mean, they just they just executed, man. So really excited about that. And, you know, it's not like Josh had a bad day. I thought I actually credit Josh. There was a couple plays throughout this game where, you know, people just probably looked the other way. But for me, they were meaningful. There was one or two where there was a screen that got blown up and, and Josh just threw it into the dirt. You know, stuff like this is his level of maturity where, you know, you can talk all you want about the turnovers and it's absolutely been a backbreaker for the Bills at times. And I get that. But watching this guy from the time he got to Buffalo to now, I can I would bet my life on the fact that he takes this stuff serious. 
he literally wants to learn from it and get better. It bothers him when we lose a game. And you can see him maturing and turning into a quarterback that we all want to see. Um, he's still making the crazy, wow, unbelievable, only Josh Allen can do it plays, but he's also playing a lot smarter. And shout out to the fact that we finally had a game where he didn't have an interception. So that that's that's amazing. I'm I'm happy for you. It was great, great game by Josh Allen, even though from a fantasy standpoint, you know, it, it wasn't the huge numbers. I think this is one a very impressive game for him, just based on the fact of how smart he played the game. Absolutely. I am not going to lie, though. I had Dalton Kincaid in a couple of my uh, fantasy football playoff lineups. I'm just kept looking at that zero like, come on, man, just get, get one. Give me that. Just get 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 one. Get one. And uh, still waiting. But it doesn't matter because the Bills won. And Jamie G, we need to know what is your mafia moment from week 15? I think the only problem here is going to be narrowing it down. You can only pick one, one play, one moment. Man, this is this is tough because there's so many huge plays in this. I'm gonna go with James Cook, the the, the touchdown, uh, the pass. I, I just again, I think that's such an incredible play. We've seen this a couple of times now. He had one, you know, in in Philly, he dropped it. Um, same kind of play. He had another touchdown pass, you know, last week against the Chiefs on the opposite side of the field, and then this one here. And I, like I said later in the game, he actually probably would have had another one. I, I got to give it to, to to that play. I thought that was a really impressive play. I think it came on a third down too, if I'm not mistaken. And um, yeah, just 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 incredible throw and catch from from Allen to, to Cook, and you know, so proud of uh, James Cook for the game he had. Man, that was just one for the ages. Seriously, let the man cook, be it at the kitchen, at the tailgate, wherever on the street, you know, whatever, just start a little fire, let, let the man cook. He can handle it. And it was a Bills victory, so you know what that means. We have to add something to our Mafia mannequin. And let me tell you, this guy started out naked, and he is like, he's getting ready for winter now. He's got stuff going on. He's got a Bill Bills bucket hat. He's got some shades. He's got tattoos. He's got chains. He's got Thurman Thomas jersey. He's got Zubaz overalls. He's got gloves. He's got socks. He's even got some fuck the refs coffee. So he is well represented. Jamie G, what are you going to manage to find a spot for here to celebrate the victory? Well, man, this was such a big victory. And, you know, this was kind of the, the, they're all important, but this was kind of, you know, a big one at home to kind of round out this gauntlet of four really hard games that the Bills had throughout the kind of meat of the schedule here. They won it and they won it big. So I'm going to hook our mannequin up big. We're going to put a big old shiny Rolex on that left wrist. Let's give him a little bling. He he knows what time it is right here on the Mafia Minute. It's the Mafia Minute. He's got to know what time it is. Give him that rolly, baby. Oh, that's sweet. I remember the one time I bought like five, what was it, like five rollos from a dude on the street for like 30 bucks. Best deal ever, dude. Yeah, well, I'm not talking about like, we're not going to Times Square and, and buying it off the street. I'm talking a legitimate. I don't care if they papers it tells the time, dude. I, I don't care. I'm, uh, <laughs> I don't need how many complications it has or whatever, dude. It's a, does it tell the time? And if you covered 95% of up with your shirt, you can't tell anyways. That's the key. It's all about your cuffs. It's, it is. French cuff that thing. And if you don't have a French cuff, you don't just poke a hole and uh, make it happen, George Costanza style. <laughs> that brings us to the week 16 tell of the tape. The Bills are traveling to Los Angeles to face the Chargers on Saturday, December 23rd, 2023. The game is at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time exclusively on Peacock. Uh, this is going to be an indoors affair. No need to worry about weather. And as far as the wagering lines, 
As we record this, the Bills are 10 and a half point favorites. They're minus 700 on the money line. The Chargers are, of course, 10 and a half point dogs. They're plus 500 on the money line. And the game total is 42 and a half points. Again, recording this a little bit early in the week, so we don't have a full picture of the injuries yet. But as of now, Micah Hyde safety is questionable. AJ Epinesa defensive end is questionable. And defensive tackle Jordan Phillips is questionable. On the Chargers side of the ball, you have wide receiver Keenan Allen, who's questionable, center Will Clapp, who's questionable, and uh, that's about it. Again, we're recording this early. I'm sure there will be more. You know, At this point, it wouldn't surprise me too much if some of these Chargers players are making business decisions, most notably Keenan Allen. That brings us to the important part here. We get ready to next week. You need to know my keys. In this case, you need to know Jamie G's keys, his keys to victory. We're going to start the engine, get it rolling down the street towards another victory. Jamie G, what are your week 16 keys to victory? Well, and, and Mills, it's, I'm going to take a simplistic approach this week, but, it, but because it's just really the fundamentals. Number one, you got a short week, you got a West Coast game. So you got to be able to overcome that, just period. It, it's it's nice that it's a night game. I think that actually helps the Bills a little bit, but you got a short week and you got to travel to the West Coast. Number two, you cannot overlook this game and, and you got to be aware of the, the the dead coach bounce here, right? We got a new coach. We got a new quarterback. I think Easton Stick is going to play again, um, but we got a new coach here. Uh, and I think this I think this Chargers team, for better or worse, because of the new coach, I think they're going to have some juice at least to start this game. So they're going to be revved up and, 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 and going to play. Um, I just, you know, I, I think you got to be really careful here going on the road on a short week to the West Coast and you got a new coach. You cannot overlook that at all. And lastly, the Bills have to have to continue to win at the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, I think I think when they can beat teams and win at the offensive line and defensive line, I don't I don't know that there's a team that can beat them. Honestly, I really think they're going to be a tough team to handle. Um, and I think they can play with anybody. But they got to win those battles on the offensive and defensive line. So long as they do those things, I think we're smooth sailing to another victory, and we need it. It's a must-win for us. Yeah, you do have to be careful. You're traveling to California, so you may want to make sure that you do not fall for the banana in the tailpipe. And this does feel like it could be a potential banana in the tailpipe game. So yeah, this it. could be a classic. This could be a classic kind of letdown situation here. And you know, I mean, we're going, going back, back to Cali, Cali. So I, I, I'm hoping I'm hoping that the team, you know, is dialed in. I believe they are. But look, you got to have an important week. You mentioned those injuries. I mean, Jordan Phillips had surgery on his wrist today as we recorded this, you know, and they're talking about Epinesa and Micah Hyde could both be candidates for IR. So uh, Bill's injuries continue, but next man up, you got to just, you got to handle business here, man. Got to get a, got to get a road win and, uh, and get back home. Well, maybe you should try to, you know, Put more effort into getting tickets. That way, if they start bringing guys on the stands to play, you have a shot. Could get there eventually at this rate. That brings us to our final score predictions. Before I ask you for your Week 16 prediction, we have to see how you did in Week 15. Jamie G, you obviously had the right result. You had the Bills winning 28-24. to The Bills actually won 31-10. to So that, that had to, you know, feel pretty good, even though you weren't necessarily correct there. How about it this week? Bills Chargers... Final score. Man, I, I I I like the Bills in this one, buddy. Give me the Bills 28 to 10. Ooh, 28 to 10. All right. I mean, I don't know. Didn't the uh, Raiders just put up like a 60 burger on them? That's it. 28 points. I mean, James Cook should rush for like 400 yards if my math is right. 
Well, if he does, I'll be right here enjoying a, a victory cigar and, and and celebrating life. But gonna gonna play it gonna play it twenty eight to ten this time. Yeah, it is a holiday game. It, you know, they're actually playing on Festivus. They're not playing on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, but there are other games. They are the Festivus game, though. The, the prime game there. So, happy Festivus from the rest of us. Holidays, all that good stuff. Jamie G, anything else before we get out of here? Just Bill's Mafia. You're the best in the world. Let's make this a home game. Let's travel well. Uh, Chargers fans don't typically travel. Let's turn this thing into Bill's Mafia zone. Uh, good excuse to go out west, get some warm weather for a couple of days, and uh, let's let's have fun, man. Let's get a win. Go Bills. Yeah, unfortunately for the Chargers, their fans are still in San Diego, not actually in Los Angeles. Thank you for checking out the Mafia Minute presented by Seize the Gap Fantasy Football. Again, find us wherever you get your pods on YouTube and on social media at Seize the Gap FF. Don't forget those holiday gifts and don't forget the flaps. Follow, like, and please subscribe. It's all we ask. The best way that you can say go Bills is by clicking that thumb. And if you did it last week and they won, you know you have to do it again. That's how these things work. Jamie G, send us out on a high note. Hey, 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 hey. go Bills. All right, 7 30. I'm gonna meet you at the airport. California. Yeah. Back to Cali, Cali. I'm going, going back, back to Cali, Cali, Cali.